Welcome, ladies and gents, to the Grim and Bloody Podcast. This show is a presentation of horror, thriller, and suspense, and is intended for mature audience. Join us at your own risk. Once again, friends, to the Grim and Bloody Podcast. I'm, of course, Al Omega, the Alpha Omega of all things science fiction and horror. And I'm here with our esteemed cast of characters, Kevin Nicholson, a wonderful writer, <laughs> great pal. And, I didn't uh, say that with a straight face for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't say much with a straight face. But anyway. No, uh, that's true. Show Flynn, another uh, great horror host who's the only guy in California I think has been doing it longer than me. And the yes. Guy back there, and then Anthony Durowin, um hey. from Durowin's uh, and Martin's Latvin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be an interesting show. Buckle up. <laughs> you bet your sweet bippy. You, you bet right. your sweet bippy. Got the fly pickle finger of fart here, dude. So, and we're with a couple of guys from the Preacher Boys Productions and uh, their girlfriend. Uh, there we go. That's, that's how you get the girls. You, if you can do that, sit in the back and just lick your eyebrows. <laughs> so Nothing says sexy uh, like pig heads. Nothing says sexy like pig heads. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Yes. Uh, I'm Adam Ray Fair, Alex C. Johnson. Just got the, I'm here the writer, director. I'm the producer, editor, mostly producer, behind the scenes guy. Nice. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> and congratulations on the film. Thank you. Thank you. Well, first of all, I'll say that I had a lot of fun with the uh, with the film. I thought that there was um, the uh, the practical effects that uh, that you use were actually fairly realistic. Um, I, I usually look for these type of films, uh, you know, to see, especially something that's on a modest budget. I look to see like where is there an area where um, the limitation of the budget. Uh, can be seen easily. I couldn't see that here. Uh, you guys really do use, uh, I guess it looks like really real life pigs, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, for effect. And you guys, you know, make the kin- make the, the gore scenes uh, as realistic as, uh, as can be. Was there any um, difficulty in doing the practical effects? Was there anything that was an issue for you? Uh, yeah, everything was an issue. Uh, the pigs are stubborn, you know, so he would try to keep them hungry when, when the pig farmer came to set, he would keep them hungry and we would lure them with food, but it didn't really work. But occasionally they would come into frame and then it's all hands on deck, clear the frame. We're rolling. There you go. Yeah. So what got you, what, what, what about the pig? Because it's an odd choice an animal for a horror movie and the only times you really see pigs in movies is when they're being slaughtered or they're being kind of subverted uh you know you know someone puts a pig head over somebody as kind of like a uh a, a method of torture but what, what attracted you because the pig in itself is a character of the film uh what about the pig said you know we have to feature this type of animal in this film yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing as you after the fact but the only reason I got into it was 
everything lined up for the movie. We had uh, the, the town supporting us, the neighbors to the inspired murder, um, you know, so it, the pick thing I knew, everything you just said was true, but it really just started off with the Susan Monica story and then everything came into it later and that's when I thought, oh man, I've never, you know, the, we got the pig thing going now, but it really didn't start like that. It was like the pig lady, you know. Yeah, uh, my my question would be, how did you find out about this story? Because it's loosely based on a true story. Loosely, yes. Uh, so I had a buddy, a fellow buddy from Tennessee. I was living in L.A. at the time, and. Uh, he moved to Oregon, and every time I would go up to snowboard and uh, mountain bike, he would just, for years, preach this story to me. And he's like, well, you got to make the movie. So eventually, I was ready to make a movie, long story short. And he, you know, I came, I went up there, and everything lined up. The neighbor, all these strange events started happening, like she was on the paper again. And it had been 10 years since she had got arrested, but she was on the front news of the paper uh the neighbors wanted to help us and all these weird things started lining up and then i had to make it at that point you know there was no reason not to so at what point did tubi come into uh, uh come into play with uh with this because you know we're we do a lot of stuff with uh with with tubi uh they uh, they contact us and say hey we got these guys to uh uh you know these people that go on the show you want to help so we're big supporters of tubi but I can imagine that it was kind of, was it kind of a shock or kind of a wonderful surprise actually that they, you know, would contact you and say, Hey, let's, we want you on, you know, we want to put you on our, uh, you know, on our channel. All of the uh, distribution, all the platforms that we are on is through the distributor Gravitas Ventures. So mm -hmm. okay. to the best of my knowledge, I don't believe that we're on Tubi yet. Right now we're on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, YouTube movies. I have to double check that. I'm thinking that I'm thinking that that was maybe I'm mistaken, but it, it, it is. That, that's going to be later later on. But you know, for mm -hmm. the first release of the movie, it's going to be yeah, via yeah. And then the I know. I watched. It. I sub subscribe to like 18 different streaming services, so I uh, you know I'm I'm watching it. Every now day. there is a second pig lady. It's more of a comedy or a children's film. Yeah. And do get that confused and it was made like in 09 or something yeah this is yeah. the poster for our movie yeah. that's what that's the one i saw yeah. Yeah. yeah but i and it's a touch on what anthony was talking about earlier i kind of think that in a way if you think about it the pig is kind of it's kind of a nauseating you know character when you when you show that you know that the whole idea of people being fed to pigs and so forth it does give me a sense of kind of like a nauseating you know experience so i can see the pig being in a horror film yeah absolutely okay so pig right. is based it's based on a true story of susan monica uh -huh. so it's inspired by the murders that happened in weimar oregon and it okay. the movie follows around susan monica's story loosely of a woman that kills people and feeds the bodies to the pigs so more right. or less this lady would work homeless people she started in north california and her husband kind of disappeared and her story gets she was served in the navy before she transitioned to she and then she moves to oregon starts a construction business and starts working homeless people and whacking them her strategy would be wait till they're in the, the hog pen cleaning and then she'd pop them in the back of the head with a gun and just leave them the pigs would eat them 
and she got busted because she used one of their food stamp cards eventually. And all they found was the remains of uh, a cranium, a skull, and some teeth, and that was all they wow. found. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. She's a good yeah, one. Teeth, teeth yeah. is one of the things that pigs don't like to eat. Yeah. And they can't digest it, apparently. Yeah. Right. That's the uh, uh, shoulder ball socket, the hip socket. So those are two of the largest joints in the human body. And uh, they have a hard time cracking those open. But I suppose given enough time, they might manage it. Well, now well, I have an idea from the sequel. I have an idea from the sequel now that you mentioned it, Al. So maybe they that you know in the sequel they're cracking on the I don't know we'll, we'll see where it goes yeah I can be an opening no. shot you know the pig just working on me you need to call me I'll come out there I can be the okay. joint okay <laughs> no I do see I do see in the film that you have some pretty intense uh, you know sequences uh, in there there's this there's one where you t where the um, the killer takes this homeless guy and shackles him to a bed and then jumps on the back and you know exactly what's happening it's deliverance uh, uh you know kind of thing was that your intent to just kind of like let's see where we can go how much envelope we can push without it being an unrated or x film you know that's a good question i haven't been asked that but um that was worse in my head and worse on script but the lady who's a sweetheart that played the pig lady She's like, yeah. I gotta work in this town. I can't do what you want me to do, you know. So uh, we we settled <laughs> with what we got, but uh, yeah, it was way worse. Like dildos and shit. <laughs> and then you have a couple of gay characters that were just uh, adorable. I thought they were just uh, just funny, uh, you know. So kudos for uh, uh, for including uh, including those two in the film. Yeah, absolutely his uh, friends in acting class. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he was my friend and he's like, yeah, I already made a few short films and I guess he could tell I'm about to do a big one. And uh, he said, if you ever make a horror film, you have to put me in it. And I said, how the hell am I gonna do that, dude? And he's like, I don't know, figure it out. So, uh, you know, I, I wrote that for him. Yeah. Now, uh, I have a question. Um, Gravitas Ventures, that's nothing to sniff at. Um, that's uh, one of the more legit uh, indie uh, horror uh, studios out there. Um, I, I would say they're pretty much one step below Blumhouse. Blumhouse is basically, they're doing the Halloween movies. Um, they're, they're Hollywood right now. Um, Gravitas Ventures, um, they're, they're doing really good stuff. Um, they have a, a reputable name. Um, when you see their name scroll uh, across the credits, you're like, okay, so yeah, kind of like when A24 uh, scrolls across, you know you're going to get something good. Uh, talk about how you guys got acquainted and uh, made the production with them. Yeah, I started, uh, I paid a girl I used to work with. She actually used to be my boss when I was a kid, and I ran into her, and I'm like, can you just reach out to, there's like 500 distributors. She, I said, you know, there's two or 300 here that pertain to this content. She reached out to them, but Alex actually knew a guy who, Dan, yeah. who yeah. finished that? Dan, Dan Myrick with the, the Blair Witch. Yeah. Really Skyman with Gravitas Ventures. And we were right on the cusp of making a deal with another distributor. And that's whenever they actually called that day. And I was like, okay, this is, this is, this is it. This is the one right here. This is what we've been waiting for. And so, uh, you know, Dan, he wasn't any 
any way connected to it. It's just I saw that uh, Skyman, and I thought, okay, well, if it's good enough for him, then it has to be good enough for and us. And we had already sent them stuff, but, you know, Squeaky Wheel gets the grease, yep. so. There's always that little bit of delay. Yeah. But they, when they finally did, you know, call. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Because it does take a lot of, you know, hey, we're making this good film, and, you know, I think this would be right for your company. And, of course, so many other companies would go, eh, you know, we'd like it, but maybe not our speed. Yeah. Try someone else. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you get that a lot, for sure. We wish you the best of luck in your further pursuit. Yeah. You mentioned uh, other distributors, and um, nowadays with the uh, how streaming is and how open a lot of these uh, streaming platforms are as far as getting your work on there, um, they're they're almost a dime a dozen, and you have to be very careful about yeah. who you sign up for. I can tell you from personal <laughs> experience that um, as soon as you put something out, that they're, they're they're trying to grab anything and everything. They they want to put it on a single uh title and then they want to sell it themselves and their contracts are usually murky um you may or may not even get paid um so i would say kudos to you guys because um you obviously didn't settle for the first thing smoking you got gravitas ventures and um you more than likely or not you see their uh company header uh in theaters you know we're not even talking about tubi Amazon Prime, we're, we're talking about, you know, the cinema. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's the sky's the limit for you guys. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's how we felt about it. And they'll all send you paperwork, but I don't really blame them. They're going to get what they can get. And then we're trying to get what we can get. So we kind of negotiated the paperwork with everybody. Uh, but, and then you read stuff on all of them and you hear bad things, but then you hear yeah. good. Things. So right. it's a weird position to be in trying to, choose a distributor uh but i think we made the right choice and plus everything that i've ever seen that they've released i've liked the movies themselves yeah so this is this is i'm sorry al go ahead i was gonna say somebody once said that distributing is a lot like watching a prize fight in the beginning when they start the fight they're like i'm gonna beat him up i'm gonna do so bad and at the end it was like that was a really good fight it's a tough opponent well, shake like, hands and some later yeah you know. <laughs> so that's a good analogy. Yeah, that, that's how I would explain it for sure. Like, well, we, we battled it. Now let's just shake hands and move on. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, so you guys, um, the setup is there, I think, not just for a sequel, but for a series of, uh, uh, of films. Um, is that something that you're looking at? It's obvious that it's a setup uh, for a sequel, but are you looking beyond that? Uh, yes, I, I'm in the create. Well, I've been thinking about it for a while and collaborating, but uh, yeah, we're, I'm flying out there in about three weeks to Southern Oregon to start the sequel. And what we want to do is just lock down the locations. We have the story. And then once I get the locations, just like the first one, the writing comes a little easier. So it's like, right. if I can see this is where this person's going to be and this is where this person's going to be, I can kind of start writing a little better because right now it's loose because i can't see it so yeah now are we gonna are we gonna see a little bit more of the cop uh character because we i are. felt like i felt like it's you know towards the well, I'm gonna, i don't want to give spoilers but 
you do see him towards the end of the first film. And you That's what he says. Like, he blows up my phone every day. And, you know, Gina's been great. But he's like, dude, you got to put me in the sequel. Why didn't you put me more in the first one? Uh, so I'm like, okay, yeah. And he kind of, I'll tell you, Gino kind of acts like that that whole type of hero that I really like, which is that Stephen Dorff kind of guy. Like yeah. the, the grizzled guy who's like, ah, oh, shit, I got to go after, you know. I'm gonna go after this, uh, you know, this this killer and and all this stuff. The guy with like the the grizzle, the you know, the whole thing of like burnout. This life is this life is fucked, you know, kind of thing. But uh, he's also just like determined to get the bastard kind of thing. Absolutely, I mean, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and he's easy to work with. Uh, Hillman, the guy that played the meth head, like pretty much everybody from Oregon was just just above and beyond like the, uh gino and the girl that played the girl cop they knew the people that had the cop cars cop outfits so it was like a turnkey thing like those and he said this was filmed cars. actually on scene this was actually filmed on the scene of the murders yep yeah like uh some of the scenes yeah. the neighboring property on the property line you know now you didn't have at any point in time you weren't thinking like is this shit haunted you know like or are we like there was a moment. Yeah, there was a moment. I mean, him went camping up into the woods, you know, for the pre-shoot. Yeah. We had a wolf or something come get our, we had staying in tents. Yeah, that, I got uh, lost. Uh-huh. yeah, that's a good story. So we went up there to figure out, and uh, we camped out, and wolves ate our shit. And then later, <laughs> and I thought, if I ever do a sequel, I'm going to call it the wolf lady. So the neighbor is a wolf lady, and she farms wolves. And the only way we know this is it snowed us out one day or for a whole week, whole shoot. The tree was down in the road and the wolf lady was helping everybody around the tree. And she's like, yeah, I heard you guys were filming a movie and I farm wolves. I'm right, I'm right behind you there. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you're you're going to be my sequel. <laughs> we were That's the spinoff. The spinoff <laughs> is right there, you know. We were cooking bacon or pork from... I guess a little biblical yeah, stuff from the pig farm. And then, like, we got up that morning to, you know, eat breakfast, and everything was strung out. Everything was already gone. Yeah. The beans were tilted over. The bacon was gone. Yeah. Man, 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 man they stole your bacon, man. They yeah. stole your bacon. And to set the scene, you know, we were out in the middle of the woods. There was no cast. It was just me and him, like, way out there. Yeah. on the you know in the forest you didn't have one of those moments like a liam neeson stare down of wolves like a wolf pack or anything like that did you like you it ain't getting my didn't, bacon didn't man see anything, didn't see anything yeah what's the name of that movie where he's like staring down the wolf that's a good movie gray uh, yeah uh the gray the gray yeah yeah, gray. yeah. i like that yeah i just i love anything that will liam neeson is in so you know yeah. as far as that but no, I had fun with this uh, with this film. This was um, this was just an enjoyable, uh, you know, film to watch. I thought the characters weren't like you can sometimes get in these movies where they're annoying or just irritating characters that you wouldn't want to spend time with. I didn't feel that with this film. No, I'm glad you say that because that's exactly what I wanted, and I felt the same way you just uh, said you yeah. felt. Uh, right. I wanted everybody likable, but I wanted everybody to feel like, oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know that girl. Because everybody oh. knows the hunter. Everybody knows the vegan. Everybody knows a little bit of all the characters. So, sure. uh, you know. That's well, I'm the, of- I'm the guy that's, I flat out tell, you know, tell people, I hated the Blair Witch Project. 
Yeah. Hated it because the characters on there. You I see, wanted I love to the see them die. Yeah. I wanted to see them die. I wanted yeah, to see these characters. So annoying. <laughs> Kill them. Yeah. Oh, you know, that kind of thing. So, so, I love that movie. Really? Well, you're the one. Now, you said this is a loosely based on a real event or a story and so forth. So, so that people out there can have uh, an idea, because I'm sure they haven't heard the, the myth of the story of this before. Um, how, how accurate uh, to the story uh, did you keep it compared to, say, like, a cocaine bear? Because that's based off a true story. Too. Uh, that's, that's a good comparison. It's about, uh, like, cocaine more, more real. No, it's about like cocaine bear. Like we started with the story, the homeless people, uh, Susan Monica, the area, the location. But then I wanted to do more stuff. Like I really wanted to like do more of a docu thing where I go to the jail and an interviewer. Uh, the lady who played Pig Lady knows family who can get us into the jail. They work the jail, but the budget and then like there's issues with the family already. Long story short, so at that point we're like, let's show some. Titties do some coke and make a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> Works for me, baby. Yeah. Let's see. Titty is coke horror movie. There you yeah. go. Boom. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Titties and coke, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope it flows not for the nose, but yes. I'll yeah. be there. Well, we'll know who to look for if Al or Kevin goes missing if you cast them. That's Here. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Val disappears behind the woodshed for, you know, 10 minutes. <laughs> we'll see, Al will go wherever the titties go, and I'll, I'll go with the coke, you know, uh, wherever <laughs> it is. So, yeah. I'm going to get more information for my sequel. I'm going to have Al doing uh, the titties. I'm there. Doing the coke. I'm, yeah. I'm there. Uh, hell, I mean, you, you can make it where, you know, you've got, uh, like, some villain, and you only see her from the tits down. And, uh, you know, when there's the review, yeah, it's me. There we go. We'll get, we'll give me a titty suit there and I, I can yeah. be the villain. Absolutely. I would totally do that. I'm all there for you guys. I'm and all there. Cool. No problem. I'll tell you, and that's cool too, is that we don't, you don't see the killer's full face for much of the film. No. You know, at least, uh, you know, starting off, is that, was that something that you said, Hey, I got to leave some mystery here. Uh, you know, maybe as to what the killer looks like, or what the girl, what... Yeah, it, it, when you watch the movie, you will pick up on certain uh, Halloween Michael Myers type things. That was kind of my inspiration. As a kid, I dressed up as Michael Myers for six Halloween straight. And I had great parents, but if you do that now, they send you to a psych ward and give you a bunch of pills cut off your dick. I was lucky I was in the 90s, you know, so... Yeah. But oh, yeah, it's always the plan. But also Sandra, who played the pig lady, she's like the sweetest. She's like a mom. She's got a baby face. It wouldn't have played, but it was the goal going up. Like very little face. Yeah. Put you in a psych ward and cut off your dick. Oh man. Yeah, that's a Ouch. good quote there. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. Hey. That's the quote there for you. Yeah. Watch this movie, or the world will put you in a psych ward and cut off your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's why I call yeah. it clickbait at its finest. And take yes. the spill. Take the spill. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you? So what do you guys got? Uh, got going next? 
Yeah, so we're working on the sequel, and then uh, mm -hmm. we did a short film. Uh, Alex was there for that. We, that was kind of our, uh, more or less, what, figuring it out? Yeah, that was that was figuring out if we would be able to operate a camera or have to hire somebody. Or there you go. A whole feature, yeah. more or less. We was just playing around, but we actually liked that story. So, Son of a Preacher, we want to turn into a feature. And then um, want the sequel to this. And then from there, I like a Western. I like horror movies, you know. I... Oh, so you like westerns? I'm, I'm there with you. I'm yeah. there with, uh, you know, with you. It's just, uh, you know. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. Just, uh, you know. I, I, I was gonna say, don't hire Alec Baldwin, but if. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. I know. That could have been anybody. I take it back. I take it back. I take yes. it back. Uh, you should. Back. That's a good idea. I should hire him. People. There you go. Well, you know what? Honestly, his going rate is probably yeah. going to be significantly cheaper these days. We'll have oh, people no. random walk around and go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you another guy oh, yeah. you should look at is Stephen no. Dorff. Because yeah. he, he does do a lot of stuff that's. Uh, that's he mostly just plays the asshole, though. Because he has that asshole rat face. No, but he put no, no. He's he's also played like the tough, the tough good guy. He's like great at playing a total burnout. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm and, a fan of Stephen because he does low budget shit, and it's good. Yeah. But I wonder yeah. if he is the asshole because he has the face, especially right? he's younger. I wonder if he ever is since he was in Blade, that was his role. Like no, okay. but he he played in uh, the Fox television series where he was this like cop and I was like the sheriff uh, like deputy sheriff or something and mm. I was like yeah I was like from I saw him from Blade and I was and I was thinking like this is Stephen Dorff yeah uh, he's good but he, he also did a um, a serial killer movie called dot com I think yeah. or fear fear dot com mm -hmm. yes it uh, was and he's, and it's, and it's really he's really good but he could play that tough steel-eyed kind of guy yeah, you could. He did, uh, he did several big movies. He did Cold Creek Manor, but I've watched yeah. these yeah. lower budget movies, and I like them. I just can't figure out why he never progressed after Blade. So it must be like what Joe or Anthony said. He might just yeah. be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> could be. Uh, he could be. Yeah. He probably had the wrong representation. Yeah. You know, he yeah. you know, he didn't capitalize on strong enough, obviously. Uh, by the way, guys. Uh, where can people find you on the social media if they want more information about you guys? Well, to make it simple, you can just go to pigladymovie.com and from there you can see, you know, the major links to watch the movie and then there'll be links to Facebook at the very bottom and link to Instagram, Preacher Boys Productions. I, I was going to say they could probably like find you uh, like, you know, out in the woods next back to that wolf preserve. Uh, you know the you know, next time, right? You got a you got a vendetta against the wolf for stealing your bacon the last time. But well, uh, well, we're in Tennessee, so we're just walking around barefooted, smoking cigarettes, screwing our cousins. Not in that order. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll do that yeah. yeah, how close Whatever. that is to family. I got. Yeah, all in the family. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I have family just like that, so trust me. <laughs> No, I mean, it, that's not true, but it is kind of like every time I was in L.A., uh, you get people who just want to hear your accent because they haven't heard it much. And then you get people that just assume you're walking around smoking cigarettes and screwing cousins, you know. 
and they just write you off right away. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Well, that is awesome, guys. It's been great having you on. Uh, having you on. We have, I had fun Excellent. with Big Lady. A lot of fun. And congratulations again on um, landing a distribution deal with Gravitas Ventures. Um, looking forward to uh, seeing the sequel as well as uh, seeing any new work that uh, comes out of you guys' way. You definitely have yeah. the personality for it. So congratulations. Appreciate yes. Congrats, guys. Very much. Yeah. Very much. Al, you want to take us out? Well, as always, we're so happy to have you here. Join us next week. Until then, watch horror films. Keep America strong. Good night, everybody. Yeehaw. Good night. Good night. Uh, Seattle. Good night.